and I we talk about it once a month. So, you know, it's been stopping from very valuable. Feel like you believe American Insight. Get ready for AI Cast, the podcast of American Insight, and today brought to you by the CEO Tiago Lopez. Our final question is uh, before our final statement. If you guys would buy an apartment or a house on our late 20s or early 30s in here, and uh, a lot of our listeners, they're striving through this matter right now because they're in the imminence of getting married and they don't know whether they should buy or not a house or apartment. And uh, I know this is some sort of a bottleneck for a lot of couples. So, would you advise them? to buy right away, they're getting married, their own apartment or their own house? Uh, well, yes, for my point of view, I think it's a, a smart decision. It's a little risky sometimes even if, if you have a stable job and, and you, you have a good income. Um, I think it's, it's the best way to begin. I mean, if, you, if, you, if you really want to, to invest in your house and just one instead of paying rent and other things it's, in Bolivia the case is like it's cheaper to buy a house than renting something and instead of renting you can pay to the, to the bank or for a credit or something so I think it depends of I know for me we have to analyze each case but if you have the possibility to get a credit and to have a good income and you know that you will even if you lose your job and you will uh, find a way to pay the credit and everything. I think it's the smartest way to, to begin buying a house and, and building your credit and so, having good credit and, and paying all your taxes and all your, your credit. And uh, I will do this. They say, I'm not getting married. I think Tiago is getting married. That's why he's asking. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think I will encourage Tiago to, to, to try to, to have a own house and uh, and I mean to find a way to pay the credits. So I think it's it's a good. Uh, even for my example in Bolivia, the credits for houses are is very low. It's the lowest uh, interest. So it's the best way to have a credit with bank and to be to have your own house. Like it's really different when you are just renting. There are more, much more benefits to having your own house than, than just renting. Gotcha. Yeah, and you, Jorge, would you advise our young couples to buy their own house or apartment? I think it depends. It depends a lot on how the that family see themselves in in the next years. Let's say next ten years. For example, the millennials, our generation, basically, are being called the service generation because we sort of don't want to own assets is a trend between millennials that they don't necessarily before the own house the personal house was like the dream that that is my goal in life have a mortgage and finish paying it as soon as possible to own my house but now millennials and the world is so globalized that we don't know if tomorrow we will be living in the us or in europe or in bolivia or in brazil we don't know. So, for example, I personally 
would like to live in a few countries from in the next 15 years, in the next 15, 20 years. So a, a house or an apartment, they are an asset, they are an investment. And it could be either a good investment or a bad investment. It is a myth that house prices always go up and that houses or apartments are always a good investment. The financial crisis proved that where people lost a lot of money because of bubbles. And I would say that if you plan to live, I don't know, a stable life in, in a stable job and peacefully, we could say, in, in, a, in a city, you don't want to move from there, it is absolutely a, a, a very smart idea to own your own real estate where you are living. We will not call that an investment. It is an asset in accounting terms. But it's but a liability, right? Investment. Yeah, not a liability. It is a, it is a strange thing because also it builds upon your wealth in terms of net worth, but it doesn't add cash flow to your life. It, it extracts cash, cash flow. The more you, if you call this an investment, the more you invest, the less money you will have with this investment. So that, that's the opposite of what investments should do. So if you decide to buy a house, it is because you want to live there, but it is not because it, it will be a, 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 maybe an extraordinary investment except, except some special cases where it turns to be, I don't know, if you you live in at least happened with the previous generation where at least Chile developed really fast and some people bought very cheap houses outside the city. The cities grew so so fast and so wide so wide so much wider than before that the houses got up to be I don't know the, the business area, the business district and now they those houses are worth millions. Um, but that is it's a lifetime too. So it is something that will be, will give uh, wealth usually to the next generations, but it will be strange to put your bet on that as an investment. But as as a, as a house, that's something that is yours that you can decor. I think it's a it's a good idea if you want to stay where you are and build your company there. Absolutely yes. And also, each month what you pay is for you. It's yours. And that doesn't mean that it's necessarily bad to rent, but if you plan to move, to, to be fast uh, within, within countries, you travel a lot, uh, it might be also a good idea to rent. It's not always bad, especially if you, if you plan to, to buy other assets that it would be cheaper to rent, maybe a, a small house, you could also buy it, but there is a uncertainty regarding if you will be able to rent it in Chile is happening that that there was an explosion of, of transactions the last year because of, of a tax reform. So many, many, many people bought apartments as an investment. And now those projects are being are, are getting ready to, to so people can move in and they cannot find renters because they were there, it was such an explosion of, of buying buying uh, apartments that they actually the rent the rental prices are going down and and if they pay 2 million 200 million pesos because at that time the the houses were going up because there was so much demand in Chile for for apartments now the this investment is paying off less than 5 
or 4% per year. And that is not a good investment. That is a little bit more than inflation, almost like a bank deposit. Almost a bubble. So it depends. It depends. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would like to comment on this because, you know, this is something that, especially here in Brazil, people strive a lot of problems with this. For example, um, here in Brazil, um, it's cultural. If you're going to get married, you must have an apartment or a house. Otherwise, you cannot take the little girl out of daddy's house. But my point is, the lack of financial intelligence here in Brazil is huge. You know, people think, for example, uh, on houses or apartment, real estate in general is just assets, but it don't work with that. My opinion, and in Robert Kiyosaki's and the gurus of financial intelligence opinion, when it comes to an asset, is something that generates you money, that brings you back some money. Liability is something that takes money away from you. And uh, when you have a house, for example, the interest you pay for your for your mortgage or anything that you know have to to the maintenance in your house and and the like have a lot of money that is that you, that you that you lose on that and for example if you have this money in a business or on the financial market for instance you could make like a lot more uh investor uh, for example uh suppose you have like 100 let's talk about dollars yeah, and then suppose you have a, live in a suppose you have a uh, don't have a house or apartment you live in a in an apartment that is rented and you pay one thousand dollars per month on it. If you had your apartment, you would pay two thousand dollars. And then suppose the person has a job and she loses her job. For example, unemployment rate in Brazil is fourteen percent nowadays because of crisis. And then he or she cannot diminish her pattern of life, her standard because. Uh, she, if she, if she diminishes, she's gonna have. She's not gonna be able to pay the two thousand dollars for her mortgage. And then, if she doesn't pay that, she's gonna lose her her real estate. And then, all the money she has put in that, she's she's gonna lose it. And then, if she had an apartment or in a house that is rented, for instance, uh, she could move to a five hundred dollar uh, apartment or a house. And then, she would be happier because. The other five hundred dollars, she could go to a game, she go to a show, to a concert, whatever, and she could have fun, and that means happiness. Happiness means satisfaction. And then she's gonna be uh, much happier at the end. That's my point of view. What do you think? Yeah, I would like to make one final comment. Sure, go on. Taking what I said before, that is belief that real estate is always a great investment and they and prices never go down. It is a reality that sometimes. People buy an apartment and they lose their jobs, as you said, and they are not able to pay the mortgage. This happens. And what also happens is that when people buy apartments as an investment to rent to other people, and they buy one, two or three, and or, or how, how it just happened in Chile where people were buying you know, five apartments, it is a reality that apartments have a disoccupation rate and sometimes will happen that you won't be able to find a renter and it is very important for those for those investors let's say let's call them mm -hmm. to have an a safe cash flow for these moments because if if the value of those rentals or the value of the mortgage 
goes up with inflation and, and you're paying a, a fairly big amount per month and two apartments or three apartments uh, they don't have renters that can happen for one, two, three months then th this might kill the 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 profitability of all the all your investments because you start most investments in this area fail because they don't have liquidity instead of net worth and and it's, and it's so important to have a reserves to to pay for these emergencies that they are instead of using credit because you you don't know if things are going to get worse oh sure and, uh, just this adding to happens that. and happens a lot yeah adding to that yeah. for example um, when you rent something you have the return of that in like 20 30 years if you're willing to rate for that time to have a return of investment my gosh but anyway uh this cash flow is something that nasdaq money people normally they don't have because they don't have financial intelligence again you know it's, we're gonna go right around and come back to the financial intelligence stuff the lack of uh, uh the, the li literacy of financial intelligence of financial education of our our friends and our families right yeah absolutely i mean the the term literacy is very interesting because like linguistic, let's say, literacy, financial literacy, it is a base of financial and economic knowledge that allow people in the future, when they, for example, read about a financial product, as they understand what they are, they incorporate this new knowledge to their, to their let's, say, let's say, mind database. It's like literacy when you learn the vocals, you learn the letters, you start talking slowly, and when you hear a new word, you look what it means, and then you can incorporate it to your to your linguistic uh, library, let's say, and then it's available for you to use. With financial literacy, it's the same. You learn a base. This is very well defined by the OCDE organization. You learn a sort of base of financial knowledge and economic knowledge, and then forever, it is just the first effort, forever, for the rest of your life, when you read something, you learn something, you incorporate. But if you never have this literacy, it's like, like literacy, you never had the, the linguistic literacy or grammarian literacy, you can never read, and you can never build upon that first base. And that is what limits most people to learn by themselves, is that they don't have those first 20 hours, those first 50 hours of financial literacy. But if they would invest that time learning, then after that it becomes a lot easier to make it through life in understanding credit, understanding interests, understanding investments and taking smart decisions in everyday life. Oh yes, and uh, another thing that would I would add to that information to is, for example, uh, people don't don't have. Uh, now I know what literacy really means. I didn't know it was this deep, but um, when you are, for example, uh, when you buy a two hundred thousand dollar apartment, and you are twenty six years old, and then you when you become thirty, when you turn thirty, you buy a 
you sell the 200,000 buy a 400,000 that for me is not investment for me that's uh, uh, it's not it's like a pair of sneakers for example you know it's you're just consuming stuff you're just buying stuff do you agree with me with this uh, I understand it depends also I'm sure that this is always my answer but <laughs> no for problem. example if you buy an apartment the value of the property itself as, as an asset the day of purchasing it is 200,000 if five years go by it's very likely that the asset has gone up in price at least by inflation in Chile is 3% per year mm -hmm. that means that the, the apartment will be slightly will, be, will have a slightly higher price if you were you bought in a good place that has gone up in value because now has more supermarkets has a i don't know hotels around or know, it has become a very a safe neighborhood i don't know you call it or metro nearby it is, it, it could be that that two hundred thousand dollar apartment now is worth three hundred thousand dollars and that is a fifty percent increase in price that is that is very i mean this is a very good case it's a very good scenario it, yeah but for is, example if you are a typical. real estate investor i, agree, I would agree 100 percent of you but for example i'm not a real estate investor so i would be yeah. just another customer you know no yeah but you it is not a sneaker because the sneaker when you buy it it will automatically automatically drop in price by, I don't know, 50%. You buy a $100 sneaker, you use it, oh, okay, and then it. it is very difficult to resell it for, for the same amount or for a reasonable amount. They, they are worth nothing. You have to give them away, almost, if you want to trade it in a way. Yeah, like when but you have a real estate, you have a possibility like of having the prices gone up and then uh, you can yeah. make money out but of that. But in the sneakers, this possibility is zero, right? Sneakers are an expense. An apartment itself is not an expense. What is an expense is that is, the, is let's say the payments that you have to do over it. But if you sell it in five years, ten years, you will get at least maybe it could be low for an uh, for an exceptional scenario. You will get the same price if you sell it. Adjusted by inflation most of the time. So. It's not, it's not an item that loses value, it keeps value or, or adds value. But the point is that you have to pay the light, the, the, but you have to pay that anyway, anywhere. So the yeah. thing is, buying an apartment doesn't give you cash flow. But the cash flow you, you would anyway be paying in another apartment as a rental, now you are paying it building to your own network because it's your property the the difference comes when you have to to pay for for a rental and you don't have money and you lose the asset then it is very very it's a it's very the the value of selling through a remate i don't know the word in english through a when the, the, like a real the estate state agent? takes it, no, no. When the state takes it, takes it away from 
from you because you haven't paid your your the mortgage, your housing taxes, or your mortgage. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then the value is very is, is punished. You you win nothing for it. Th oh, that's it. the that's the danger. But buying an apartment, if you're going to live there, it is it is healthy because it builds upon your own net worth, that money that you're paying monthly, instead of a rental that is money that is lost basically. Yeah, but for millennials, as you said, that's also like complicated, right? Yeah. All right, so Jorge, let's have our final statements here. Uh, if you could leave your message and say some tips, so feel free. Yes, happy to, Tiago. First of all, thank you for inviting me to this. It is always a great opportunity to, to outspeak what we think, what we believe in. And my invitation is to, is to all young people, non so young people and older people to, to start or to care about how their money health is. Because we have always been told, and to this point, our, our, our heritage as Christians has influenced a lot, is that money is not important, thinking about money is a sin, and being ambitious in these terms is something bad. But that is, is not true. In, this, in these times, every single product, service, whatever you do, there is a, there is a word for this, is financialized. That means that if you want to buy a, a shirt, now you can buy with credit, you go to the supermarket, you can buy with credit, and that credit is an asset, you can buy and sell these assets. Everything is financialized, and you have to understand how the game of life is being played. Otherwise, you can be outplayed by the retailers, but by the, the salesmen, that they're not typically looking for your best interest. They usually look for their own best interest. So learning finance and economics, financial education, is really protecting yourself against bad practices. It's caring about yourself is about is caring about the people that you love because most of the transactions in our lives in our lives and the and important things of, of life like education like health like law are usually intimidated by money it is very difficult to have a peaceful life if you don't have your finances in order and in terms of, I don't know, statistics, 50% of divorces are money-related. That is, that is crazy. It's, so, it's such a high index. It's so high. And most of these this 50% of divorces could have been avoided. So we really have to understand that good health that you have to pay for means longer lives and better life quality. It means that. So you have to care about 
the strategies to increase your income, to build your, your wealth, to have a good process of aging when you retire. You cannot depend on one or two apartments if you bought them because if, you, if one month one is not rented or both are not rented, that will give you big trouble. You cannot depend on the state or the federal or government pension because it will be low and every day will be lower. There is a big crisis because people are living longer, which is a good thing, but there is no way to fund pensions for people that work 40 years and live another extra 40 years. It's very difficult to give good pensions in that scenario. So you have to build your own future. And now that you know that you're standing in your own feet regarding this, you're free to do whatever you want, then now is the time to say, I will educate myself. There, there is me that, that speak, I speak a lot about this. I have courses and I don't know if they're available, but there are so many others and they are very good. And most of the, this material is free online. There are some courses that are paid, they are good, there are books. If you don't have money to pay for a course, a $200 course, that's the price of my course, at least. Uh, there, are, there are books outside for Sorry, how much is $20. Your course? It's, a, it's around $200. And I would recommend it, it's pretty worth it. Yeah, I, I mean, you're asking the wrong guy because I have a conflict of of interests <laughs> uh, telling you that it's a, it's a good course but it's, it's really most of the things I know compacted in a three month course through an app an application that you download and you will receive every day 15 minutes of value content about financial education or economics taking someone that doesn't know anything about finance or economics to understand the news to know how to evaluate important things such as your advisor, your pension funds, your, I don't know, to order your financial life, how to think about money, how to think about a, a family, a wealth base. So it is important to care about this. And if, and, and, and if money is a, is a barrier for this, then a book, or really good books, they are $20. I mean, if, if you don't, if you cannot make the effort to achieve that, then maybe you're not ready to start thinking about this. But there, there is another uh, a good book by Ramit Sethi called I Will Teach You To Be Rich. There is the book Rich That Poor That that doesn't have many, many technical tips, but it's very motivating to start learning about it, to care about it. It is a good perspective to think about money and so many authors and Jorge, so that's my, my message care now is the time as soon as there is no better time than now the future is late if you could leave a message on uh, financial intelligence on tax and how people should face this like a very short message like one minute or whatever when you start your company not only think what do you want to do, but think especially how you want to do it. Um, we, well, President Obama said in, in Peru that um, we focus too much on 
we want to get rich, but we don't think about um, how we want to do it. We are supposed to start focusing on what we are good at and be best at it. And if our destiny is to become rich and become wealthy, that's the place we are supposed to be. Um, focus on being the best entrepreneur you can be. And if your destiny is being uh, very wealthy or becoming the next president or whatever, your destiny will eventually come there. But whatever you do, whatever your your wishes are, you want to start a company, try to be the best at what you're doing right now. And don't focus on filling your pockets, but focus on being the best baker or the best shoemaker there is around the world. Okay? Thank you guys for thank you, your... Thank you very much. This was AI Podcast. Stay tuned for the next episodes. We're talking about it once a month. So, you know, it's been stopping from very valuable. Feel like you're bleeding. Eyes in American Insight.